I'm Kara Infante, and this is Bookish Flights. In each episode, I chat with one bookish guest as we take some time to sample and savor the pairing recommendations from their bookish flight. We hope to give you suggestions to cultivate your TBR list and nurture your leisure time through books. In today's episode, I am chatting with Emily Fogg. Emily is a teacher turned business owner. She started the award-winning Wise Owl Tuition in January of 2020 because she knew with her 14 years of teaching experience that there were many students who were left behind and desperately needed quality learning intervention. Wise Owl Tuition offers a range of services to children aged 6 to 16, specializing in supporting neurodiverse learners with ADHD, dyslexia, dyscalculia, dysgraphia, and autism. Welcome to the show, Emily. Thanks for having me. You are so welcome. Well, I love this bio, but why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are? Okay, so um, yeah, so my name's Emily. I live in Perth, Australia, and I'm a mum of a little girl. She's almost three, three in a couple of days, and I live with my husband. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) it's the fun age. And our dog, Louie, we've got a big Rottweiler who looks very scary, but he's a big cuddly teddy bear. That's even more. I have a cat named Louie as well. (laughs) (laughs) Much different in size comparison compared to your dog. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that is so great. So, well, let's talk a little bit about your business. So what made you kind of decide to switch over from being a teacher to being an entrepreneur? So, so, oh, a few different things. So, I'd always wanted to have my own business. My parents are both business owners. They've had a couple of different businesses while I was growing up. Um, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I love teaching. Um, so I became a teacher. And over my career, I just knew that there were lots of kids um, who weren't necessarily meeting the expected standard. And in Australia, we don't keep kids back to repeat grade levels. So they keep okay. going up the grades, but they've got these big learning gaps. And I just used to see that it would create some really, like they would have low self-esteem and affect their mental health. Um, they start becoming like disengaged with school and um, sometimes, you know, showing some challenging behaviours. So I just wanted to be able to help those kids. Um, and there were no, like, tutoring services in our local community and the type of intervention that they needed they'd have to travel over an hour away um into our um like cbd and that is in itself was really um meant that so many kids weren't getting those services so that's why i decided to start why is our tuition Wow. So you saw the need and you're like, let's do it. And did you like, was that your passion in teaching as well was helping these types of learners? Yeah. So I, when I first finished uni, I, I, my first job was at a special needs school and I was never, I I wasn't really expecting to get that posting, but that's what I was given. So that's where I went. And it, at the time it wasn't really what I wanted to do, but it just really created a our career path for me. So it was definitely a blessing in disguise. Yeah. So your services now is it's online, correct? Yeah. So we do a mix of face-to-face and online lessons. Um, so I've actually got a student in San Francisco, uh, which so is pretty fun. cool. And yeah. yeah, so it's great being able to help people all over, all over the place. 
Yeah. And the connections that you make with that. That's really cool. Um, I mean, like you're saying how the students even locally, you know, sometimes you can't get an hour you have, you know, both parents are working outside the home, you know, to find the time. So I think it's really great that you're providing a, you know, the versatile services that they can access, whether it's in person or online just to meet the needs. Right. I mean, that's really yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Um, So if, say, a student comes to you, do you, how long do they work with you on average? Uh, It usually depends. Um, It depends on their age and how, you know, how much they need to improve, like to catch up to their peers. Normally a minimum of like two terms, so that's like two 10-week blocks. Uh, And usually we say I see a big improvement um, in that time. If if they've got like dyslexia or something or some kind of learning difficulty going on and they have a large gap, then they might stay with us for a bit longer. Um, but this, yeah, but we see like a big improvement in those um, first 20 weeks. Yeah. Wow. And I, and what you were talking about in the beginning, right, the transformation of just the self-esteem and all of that and the confidence to, to yeah, because I yeah. feel like without reading right I mean I imagine every other subject in school just gets harder as you're advancing but you're not having this that skill yeah it really does yeah it becomes they say by about year three year four you stop learning to read and it's more reading to learn so if you haven't got those basics it makes the rest of school really challenging yeah um, and do you find that in this program, is there any transformation where they become book lovers themselves? Yeah, yeah, they definitely do. Once they find the books that they can read and they build that confidence and then they're happy to go and explore and find the books that they like, that they enjoy, which I really love to see. That's yeah. so nice. I had a little girl last year who came for a little while and then she started, she went and got uh, the diary of Anne Frank and she read that and she did an assignment on it for school and she was so proud of herself that she could read it on her own yeah and I imagine I feel like even as adults right like now I read and when I read stories about people that maybe think areas I'm struggling in my own life but I read a story about a character that's going through something similar it's like I'm not alone, right? Like there's some like peace that comes along with that. So just the journey that books can take you on if you can digest them, right? And um, the life yeah. life skills, life lessons, all that books can give us. And so that's so cool that you're giving that to these kids and opening that world for them. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Well, let's talk a little bit about who you are as a reader and what genres you enjoy. Sorry, I really enjoy, um, I suppose, contemporary fiction and reading about just different people's lives. I really like um, books that have really, you know, lots of different characters and complicated kind of family trees and those kinds of things in them. Um, they're the most interesting to me, especially ones that have a little bit of a mystery, maybe okay. not necessarily like true crime, but um, I, I don't really like scary things um <laughs> same <me>. um, <laughs> I, I'm not on that true true crime um bandwagon that seems to be popular at the moment um yeah but have you ever read Leanne Moriarty's books she's the author of Life 
yeah like I love her kind of books with the lots of different characters and the mystery but it's yeah they're she's definitely one of my favorite authors yeah she is a wonderful author do you read hard copy books or do you read audiobooks I read yeah I I'm not a fan of audiobooks okay. I find I just can't concentrate on them and yeah it's um, other people find that really strange but I just find my mind wanders um so I've heard that a lot you. actually have you yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, that's interesting yeah um so yeah I prefer a hard copy book I I got a Kindle for Christmas last year so I've been using that a lot um and that's been great because sometimes my daughter um will be like she doesn't always sleep in her own bed so sometimes if she's in my bed and I'm awake I can read without the light on and um and the same my husband it's not annoying anybody so that's about means I've been reading a lot more since I got a kindle yeah and I I was just wondering because if the stories that you like write with the multiple people multiple characters I imagine that as an audiobook if you have a lot of a lot of that going on it would be hard to kind of keep track we're having reading it in hard copy or kindle form right it's a little bit easier to kind of keep track of character storylines and things like that that's true yeah I've actually heard about one of the books that we're going to talk about a bit later that it was really great in audio because they had a different narrator for every different character that it made it interesting yeah yeah I listened I've been doing a I've kind of slacked lately actually this summer but I was doing a century of great books challenge where I was reading a book from every year for the past century and I had gotten a book. I actually really like audiobooks because I fit it in my free time, like when I'm cleaning or doing dishes or folding laundry, things like that. So, um, yeah. but I was listening to, oh goodness, the name is skipping me right now, but it was a book written in like 1930s. And it was a almost, it felt like I was listening to like theater on the audiobook because yeah. it even had like the crash boom bang of like the car crash and different characters and so it almost was like this lively show going on and I was thinking I'm like I don't know if I would have loved this book storyline as much as if I would have read it on paper versus like an audio it felt like it came to life and how it was a production for sure in wow. how they had done this audiobook so that was really fun so I could imagine the book we'll talk about later I mean it would be really interesting to listen to it yeah like that. yeah it would be that so. sounds really good great that book that audiobook. Yeah, I'll have to try. I'll, um, I definitely, I try to do sometimes more of like personal development or, um, things where I'm learning. And so I might be a slower reading it on paper because it's more of a dry topic, let's say. I mean, it's not, but you know what I mean, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so I will like sometimes do those as audiobooks because I'm like, oh, I'm kind of having like a lecture going on in my head and, you know, in small bursts, yeah. of, bursts of time there. Yes. Um, but well, and then in your busyness of life, how do you find time to read? So I use um, reading as a way to relax. So I usually read for a little bit before I go to bed. Um, that was really my way of switching off. And um, yeah, so that's kind of my routine. Uh, and then, yeah, if I have some time to myself, reading is probably one of my go-to things that I will do. So that's how I fit it in. Um yeah. Yeah. 
You and me both there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, and you have prepared a book flight for us to come on the show today. Why don't you tell uh -huh. us a little bit about how the books pair together? All right. So my three books that I've chosen are all by the same author, which is Taylor Jenkins Reid. Um, you might have heard of it. I think her books are quite popular at the moment. Yes. Yeah. Too, like book talk, things like that. Yeah, I'm so excited that you were going to bring this book flight because I will be honest, I've only read one book by her and I, I really enjoyed it. I just, I feel like, I don't know why it never floats to like the very top of my TBR to pick it up. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I'm really interested to learn more about it. Okay, so the three books I've chosen are The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, um, okay. Malibu Rising, and Daisy Jones and the Six. Okay, awesome. Well, can we, can you tell us a little bit about, let's start with The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo in case there's some listeners that haven't read it. Okay, so it's about um, a lady called Evelyn Hugo and it's set in the 1930s. I know, like old Hollywood. Um, it, so that really intrigued me. I love that any books in that setting. And it's all about her life and all her different husbands and again there's a mystery in it and there's lots of what I really like about um Taylor Jenkins Reid is her books all the characters all interlink in the different books so they'll be about uh they're totally separate books you don't have to read them in the series or a particular order but there's different characters that pop up through all of them which I think is quite clever and oh, I didn't know yeah. this because I've only, this is the only one I've read that you're bringing on yeah. the show today. So I didn't know that. That's really cool. Yeah, it is really cool. It's really clever. And then, um, yeah, so, and then they're also all sort of um, kind of based on a person from real life, okay. loosely based. So you can kind of, it's really fun to read it and think about, oh, who is this character like? Like, which famous person is this character? And all of her, a lot of her different characters are based on, um real life people so I find that really fascinating yeah so does she like if you were to then google after you've read this book does she tell you who she's loosely based it off of no no okay so you have to kind of guess yeah okay so if, you're, if you're a bit of a pop fiction kind of per, um, person if that's one of your interests I think you would enjoy it I was like this is where I would utterly fail like books are my <laughs> Books are my go-to like di media that I digest. My husband is the movie buff, but I'm like, I yeah. don't know that I would ever be able to guess because I'm so out of I, I, pop culture questions. If there's ever trivia, I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> like, unless yeah. it's in a book, I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> so, but I did really enjoy this book and I really, I found it to be a page turner because I wanted to know what was going to happen, right? There yeah. was that intrigue there. I know. I read it so quickly. I stayed up really late reading it I think like three o'clock in the morning one day it was just I just could not put it down definitely I think that one's my favorite book that yeah. she's written and I like how she has the um little like newspaper and magazine articles throughout the story as well yes yeah, yeah. and I really fell in love with Evelyn Hugo right like because I yeah so I I think for me, that's why I was drawn to this book as well, because I do love when I can fall in love with a character and really want to see what happens in their timeline of the story. Yeah, it was, yes. She was a very interesting character. Was, I actually joined the book club and we did 
read this book as part of the book club. And it was funny that a lot of people didn't actually like her character. Interesting. Yeah, but I really did. At first, I remember thinking, being put off, like, how in the world do you have seven husbands, right? This is the part yeah. of, like, being famous that, like, kind of bothers me a little bit sometimes of just yeah. <laughs> of that. And But having gotten to know her through the pages of the story, I did really, you know, then it all, you know, it comes it out a little sense. bit more and you can fall in love with her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Don't, don't, don't judge her by her seven husbands. Exactly, which is what I did in the beginning. Yeah. 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 So, okay. Next, we have Malibu Rising. Yeah. So, Malibu Rising is set in kind of the 80s. It flips back and forth. Okay. um, Through different timelines. And it's all about a family, um, about the children of this family. And uh, without giving too much away, um, there's again a little bit of a mystery. And okay. one of the characters from Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo pops up in this story. So they're quite one of the main characters in this story, which I found really cool. Because okay, that that I was wondering how, like, because I thought I didn't think timelines were the same with these books. I'm like, how does she do that? Yeah, I know. Yeah. So, yeah, it's interesting how she does it. But, yeah, this because, uh, sorry, Malibu Rising, it, it flips back and forth from, like, the 50s and 60s to the 80s 90s so okay yeah it's going back in back and forth in time um yeah and it's about so it's set in Malibu and it's about a family and they're all surfers and they're all quite famous um so they're all very like famous people in these books so yeah um it was probably my least favorite of her of of the three um but then I've heard other people say they really love it and I did enjoy it but I liked the other two books better okay I have heard that this one because I had a friend recommend this she really enjoyed it and I her and I have we must be on the same wavelength of books because I feel like we exchange books pretty well with one another but she said it's also in within 24 hours too right yeah so the yeah the main event is all in like one day. So it's like okay. flips back and forth in time. Then also like the present day is just in one 24 hours. Yes, you're right. Okay. Cause she was like, I've just never read a book like that where it had all been set in one day. And so she was like, that's what I think really intrigued her about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. Um, and again, some other characters pop up in that are in some of her other books, like Carrie Soto is back um is another one of her, her books okay. uh, I didn't include that one in this book flight but I've I've read a lot of Taylor Jenkins reads books yeah. as you can probably tell um yeah so she calls them her I think there's six of them that she's going to do or has done um her six famous women series and then she's not going to do any more apparently okay all right. Yeah. That's. I mean, I guess that's a good goal to set for yourself, right? Because I am. Um, I. Yeah. After having some authors on the show, like just the amount of time you know that you put in to create a novel to get it to like the shelves is it's lengthy. I mean, you have to have perseverance of spirit to do it. Yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. Although I'm like right more of them because I love them. <laughs> I saw this meme the other day, and I think the child was a third grader. It. And it was like, 
and the child was a voracious reader and they're like mommy i need the next book in the series and the mom was like it's not out yet and, and he's like you have to be patient right like trying to teach the child patience and the patients or the child was like no they just need to write faster <laughs> <laughs> and I was like thinking in my head like it does not work that way <laughs> no. yeah That's so funny. okay so that was Malibu Rising and then what is the last book of the pairing today yeah so the last book was Daisy Jones and the Six okay yeah which was recently made into a mini series on Amazon Prime so yeah. I'm sure some people out there might have um seen that but I definitely much preferred the book okay so you've watched have you seen this I have not and I because I am a purist in the sense that I have not read this book yet so I will not watch it until the very minimal tv or movies I watch but I will definitely not do it now that I know you know there's a book so I would I would have to go in order because I am kind of dogmatic like that (laughs) yeah yeah I always think you've got to read the book first they're always so much better yeah, I have a friend, actually, she's come on the show, and they have a podcast called Off Script, and she is a mm-hmm. screenwriter, like, is her trade, and they compare books to movies, and that's how they kind of run their show, so every month they'll compare different books to movies, and they have this theory that, like, whatever form of media you digested in first, you will usually enjoy it. So if you, sometimes if you do watch the movie first, and then read the book, you may actually enjoy the movie more. Uh-huh. So yeah. they're like testing their theory as they go along in the show because um, yeah. it's her and a fr- her and a friend that do it. So they kind of have like a yeah. spreadsheet running to see which ones they prefer. But I was like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. And for me, I always think I kind of make a movie in my head as I'm reading. Yeah. You know? So then when I see the, it on the screen, I'm like, no, I don't like it because that's not the movie I made. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so true, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah. That was a really interesting theory. Yeah, I don't know. Kind of yeah. play the game with yourself, maybe going yeah. down the road. Um, okay, so tell us a yeah. little bit about this one, even though I know it's got a lot of hype, but just in case yeah. listeners haven't heard of it, give us a little rundown on it. All right, so it's about um, a band. It's set in the 70s, and it's all from their different points of view, so the different people in the band and one of the main characters' wives as well. And um, so it's about their rise to fame and um, – it's loose and it's supposed to be loosely based on Fleetwood Mac. Okay, um, I did hear this actually. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's really it's a really good read. And this is the one that I've heard is really good in the audiobook. And people have said it's like um watching or listening to a band like documentary, because it's all different um actors doing the different characters and That's music cool. and things in it as well. So that would be pretty cool. Yeah, I'm actually, I do want to try that as an audiobook. Um, yeah. after hearing that, yeah, I think I'm gonna. Yes. As you're saying that, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go add that on my Libby app when we're done, and this, yeah. and then I'll finally <laughs> read this book that I've heard so much about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have to read them. Um, I find, uh, do you ever get put off books that are really like hyped up, like? Totally, and you- this is, I think, why I've held out on Taylor Jenkins' read because. I sometimes will read these books that seem like they're getting all the hype and it's such a flop for me. And then I'm like, well, what's wrong with me as a reader? Yeah. But there's also so little time to read for me that I kind of wait to see if books linger on. And then I'm like, okay, if you've lingered on for like a year, it's time to pick it up. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's a good way of looking at it. I've definitely tried a few lately that I've seen on like TikTok or different places that are the hype and they definitely haven't lived up to it. And I'm like, oh, why does everyone think this is so good? <laughs> but I just, I, I don't feel that way about her books. I think they really are worth a read. Yeah. Okay. And I'm glad you say that because I totally, I, I always think like, okay, like what's wrong with me that I didn't love this book? <laughs> so I'm glad to hear I'm not alone. <laughs> um, okay. So, yeah. and then, and then listeners, you could read this and then you could watch the mini series that is on Amazon Prime. So yeah. Yeah. It'd be a really fun little <laughs> experience. And then you could see which one you like better, book or movie. Yeah. There you go. I mean, I guess it's a mini maybe, movie, but. Yeah. Maybe half the listeners can do the movie first and then half the listeners can do the book first and they can report back. That would be really better. <laughs> yeah. Have a challenge going on over here. Is there a character tie in with this one as well from the previous ones? There, yeah, there is. But. Okay. I can't remember because that was the first book I read. It was quite a while ago. I can't sure. remember which character, but I know that there is because they all um, interlink in some way. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. sometimes when I have read enough of the genre that someone is coming on to talk about, I love to give you a dessert pairing as a thank you for coming on the show. And yeah. while I haven't read Taylor Jenkins read much outside of the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo, I cannot give you one of those, but I actually in, what you've said you've liked about books. I was thinking about We Are the Brennans by Tracy Lang. Have you read this? No, I haven't. Okay. I think you would really like it because it's got a lot of different people from the same family, but you're kind of hearing from each of them as you're reading this novel. And there's a bit of mystery about what's going on. Um, and so I think it would really check a lot of boxes for you of things that you've said you've liked. And we discussed this on the show. I feel like it was maybe like I know it was an episode with my friend Anne, but I think it was like episode 18. I can't remember right now off the top of my head, but let me give you a little rundown of what happens in the book to just intrigue you a little bit. Okay. So it starts, the novel starts, it opens up, her name is Sunday Brennan, is kind of the main character of the book. And she's in her late 20s and she wakes up in a hospital in LA and she is bruised and battered after a drunk driving accident that she caused. And so she's realizing kind of at this point when she wakes up in the hospital that her life is in shambles and she's originally from New York. So she decides that maybe it's time to go home a little bit. Although as you start to learn about the story, you realize that she has to swallow a lot of pride to go back home. There's a lot of things she left behind, a lot of people she kind of feels like she just like left high and dry when she like fled to the West Coast. So you're kind of starting to like unravel this story of like, well, why did she leave New York? Why did she run to LA? Like what happened? Um, and so she decides that she wants to go back and, um, kind of make amends. She's from a big family. I can't, she, I, I know she has a lot of brothers. I feel like there was four of them, but I can't remember exactly. And her ex, um, her ex fiance. So she decides she's going to go back and kind of try to make amends with them. Um, and it's just a really beautiful story because it's kind of going back and forth between these characters and un, it's like unfurling the past, but letting them kind of heal from that as well. And so it's, just a really beautiful like contemporary fiction family drama 
lots of character storylines um and it, i think it ends as a really great story so i think it might be something you would enjoy yeah that sounds awesome yeah so yeah. that was we are the brennans by tracy lang and i'll have it in the yeah. show notes and all of that as well okay. so again i know it's not taylor jenkins read yeah but from having That's okay yeah. The other thing is, is when she goes back, one other big point is her, the brothers own this pub together with the ex-fiance. And so the business is failing. So she kind of steps mm -hmm. in to help them like rescue this. And it's been in the family business for a really long time. So she kind of steps back in to try to help them. But as you can imagine, they're kind of resistant to like, well, you left us like, and now you're back and now you're trying to tell us what to do. So like, there's a lot of dynamics at play in the yeah. book but it's a really i really enjoyed this i feel i did listen to this one as audio and i devoured it because i had to know what was going to happen so yes that sounds great i'm going to go and look it up and, okay um, yeah yeah i'd love to hear what you <laughs> think great. when you get to it yeah so awesome well and how i like to end our show is what they're called our bonus pairings which are just a speed round of questions so you can answer these really quick so okay. where is your favorite place to read or at, in on my couch like cozy on my couch when it's raining outside <laughs> nice are you a rereader no no i usually only read something once okay what are you reading next well i'm definitely gonna look up we are the brennans okay um that sounds really good uh but i have been working my way through um race with boone's book club Oh yeah. So, yeah. So I'm working through some books from there at the moment. Okay, and she yeah. does that every month, right? She has a book that is part of her list. Yeah, she does. Yeah. So I've actually gone back. Um, I'm not reading like the most current ones. I've been going back through her list, and I've read a couple, and they're really good. So I thought, oh, I'll keep going with these ones. I feel like way back a few years ago, I remember following her on social media to get like the book clubs. And I'm like thinking in my head, like, I have not seen any of her posts pop up. You know how social media does that weird thing yeah. where like, if you don't interact, then you don't see them. And I'm like, I'm gonna have to go back and look at that. Because now that you bring that up, it's like, I totally forgot she had a book club. Yeah, I know. It's funny how it does that. Hey, but yeah. 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 So okay. I can't remember the name of the one that I'm reading at the moment. But I just finished counterfeit and i can't remember who it's by but it was that was really good okay well we'll look it up for the show notes so we'll have that in there listeners so yeah well, and then i the last thing i didn't ask actually is how if listeners are like wanting to find out about your business what's the best way to find you okay so if you head to our website which is wiseourtuition.com okay uh, you can find us there but if you type in wiseourtuition on any social media it, it'll take you to our social media sites as well. Okay, perfect. And I will, of course, have the links in the show notes as well, listeners. But just in case you're like, oh, I want to check this out now, <laughs> you can grab that. <laughs> um, okay, well, thank you so much for coming on the show today. It was a pleasure to have you. Thank you for having me. You are so welcome. Thank you so much for listening to this episode today with Emily Fogg and her book flight of Taylor Jenkins read books. We'd love to hear what other books you'd pair with this book flight at bookishflights.com. That is also where you can find more information on today's flight and any other books that we talked about today. 
I want to inspire a community of readers. So whenever you share a post about what you are reading or what you are picking up next, especially if you have heard about the book on the show, please tag us. Follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Bookish Flights. This is a brand new show, so if you enjoyed it, please head over to Apple Podcasts and give the show a review. Your review not only helps me, but it also helps the show reach others. Make sure you are subscribed on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to make sure that you will not miss an episode. That's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. As Emma Thompson said, I think books are like people in the sense that they'll turn up in your life when you most need them. Cheers to you, dear readers. Until next time. Oh,